and they can start the party at Scotland. That's a brilliant goal from Gary Jones. And Henderson, oh, what a goal! Oh, he's drilled home by Steve Davis. Dear, then he comes back to Sand. Oh, he's gone! And now it's Dawson. That is a hugely important goal, which may just keep Rochdale in League One. Hello and welcome to the RochdaleAFC.com podcast. A very special episode this week. I'm not joined by Chaff or Ryan or Luke. But I am joined by some of our supporters from across the globe in something of an Exiles special. So I've spoke to Spanish Dale, Rochdale in Brazil, USA, uh, Ireland, Norway. And I also spoke to Jack, um, who's originally from Rochdale and now living over in China. So it's uh, something a little bit different this week. Starting off with Caden from Dale, USA. So my name's Caden. Uh, my last name is actually English. It's kind of funny. Um, but me and my friend Zane, we're both, we both kind of started supporting Rochdale together. And we live in Alaska here in the U.S., which, if you don't know, it's like right in the middle. Um, so basically how we got to start supporting Rochdale is, it's not a super good story. I was playing like FIFA 15 or 16. I didn't know much about football at the time. I like knew the Premier League and that was it. So I was looking for a lower league team to play as just for fun on FIFA. I was going through League One and I just saw Rochdale and I was like, this looks pretty cool. So I chose Rochdale and I just played with them on FIFA and I was like, I was enjoying it. So I started like, I followed them on Twitter, started getting scores, following players and I just slowly got into it. And then I got my friend Zane to get into it with me too. Nice. So it just kind of progressed from there. I think like 2017, for whatever reason, one of our FA Cup games against Barrow was on TV here in the U.S. So that's the first Rochdale game I ever watched. <laughs> that was a, that was a special game for us as as fans because it um, it was a team that we hadn't played for a while, and I remember the atmosphere at the game was so good, and we had a really good t- team around then as well. So I'm imagining yep. you know watching Henderson and Mendes Lang might have dragged you in a little bit more. Yeah, that's when I like even watching that game. I like started to understand like just what Ian Henderson was and like legend of him. I was like, this guy's amazing. <laughs> Do you remember what it was that made you pick Rochdale when you were like flicking through and looking at the teams on FIFA? Not really. Probably the badge. If I were to, I mean, I really do like the badge. So I'm guessing that's probably it. So that first game that you watched against Barrow, um, how many games have you watched since then? And how do you watch? Do you, do you tune in from iFollow or do you just grab the games when they're on, uh, when yeah. they're on TV? So for a couple of years, it was just whenever they're on TV. So there's that Barrow game. And then, then I don't think they're on TV again until the next year, which would have been Tottenham. So I, was, I obviously watched that. Yeah. And then so mostly through those years, it was just following on Twitter and then watching like the highlights on YouTube. But then uh, the 18-19 season, that's when we bought iFollow. And then so since then, I've watched pretty much every game. So do you watch them together or...? When we can, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, have you managed to get any of your family members or other friends into it, or is it just you two? Um, not enough as to where they watch it. We actually have one other friend who also bought iFollow, so he watches all the games too. And then I can, like, I'll talk to some of my family or friends about Rochdale, and they're under- they'll understand what I'm talking about, just because yeah. I've talked about it so much, but they won't actually watch. But there's, I mean, you saw our video we made a few years ago 
like there was probably 10 or so people just from our school that wanted to be in that video and they all kind of understood what was going on yeah that was a that was amazing that video because i, I don't i think that was the first time that any of us had seen you on twitter or anything and it was we, just we, like... we made the twitter account just for that video <laughs> yeah that was so now cool it's got like fifteen thousand views we didn't expect it to kind of get the reaction it did but so i see you've got your your uh, away kit on as well from this season nice um have you managed to get much of a merchandise or, or is there other stuff that you've managed to buy from the club or anything? Um, I mostly just have shirts. I've probably got six, probably I've got two coming for this next season. So I'll have about eight or so. And I've actually got a, on my wall, I won't show you, I don't want to move my computer, but I've got a match worn David Perkins shirt that is able to buy on eBay. I learned about him from the second spell and then I kind of looked into the first one. I was like, might as well. I liked him. He what his second spell post was like six months, but in that time, he seemed pretty passionate and liked the club. So, yeah, he was. I think that second spell, he was his legs had tired a little bit <laughs> compared to the yeah, first one. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was definitely all action kind of player. Um, so what have been your favorite memories of, of watching Dale in these last few years, and who have been your favorite players apart <laughs> from Ian Henderson, obviously? Yeah, um, I'll start with favorite players. It's probably got to be Luke, just because that's one. Where like I was around for like when he made his debut in the what was that the time check trade trophy, fifteen years old. I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm like <laughs> two years older than this guy. And he's so that was just really incredible to follow throughout that time and then to see him score at Manchester United, like following him. He's probably my favorite player since I've been following him. Cool. Um favorite memory supporting the team, I'll probably try to find one that isn't so obvious. And I don't know why this one always stuck in my head. It was Shrewsbury at home, 17-18 uh, season, so Keith Hill's great escape. And that's when uh, Davies scored that bicycle kick. And then late on, Shrewsbury got a penalty when we were up 2-1. And then they didn't give the penalty. And then Hendo, they sent their keeper up for the corner. We cleared it out. Hendo scored from about halfway. You can see the Sandy Lane in the end just going crazy. I don't know why. That always kind of just stuck in my head. So – I'm, I'm assuming you've not had a chance to go over to Scotland yet, but is that a plan in the future? Would you like to go over and see a game live? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, probably, I mean, it'd be so cool to like spend like nine months and even like follow the team for a whole season. I don't know if that'll ever be possible, but if I could make it like a yearly thing at some point down the road where I go to Scotland every year, that's something I'd definitely do. Caden, I'm sure you'll have plenty of friends if, if you come over. Uh, and you'll have to let us all know on Twitter and we'll be sure to buy your pint in the sale bar. Next up, I spoke to Jarle from Norway. My name is uh, Jarle Gunstad. I'm uh, 58, became become 59 in August, and I live in uh, Skien, Norway. been uh, supporting Dale since 1977-78. Wow. Because, as some know, they nearly was relegated from the football league but uh, two years after each other uh, tried uh, or managed to stay in so if we have been going out probably maybe I wouldn't have been following them but uh, we managed to to stay there <laughs> what, what what was it that made you start supporting Rochdale is it because they were near the bottom and you wanted to support the underdog um, I was um in England in 1978 on a, no, on a uh, language school in Bournemouth. And uh, 
I think uh, I didn't go to a match in Bournemouth, but uh, uh, was uh, they was also in the same division as uh, Rochdale, and I probably got a program, and but I started following Rochdale instead of Bournemouth. If I, if it had been Bournemouth, probably was in Premier League, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, I was uh, my, the first visit was in 1984 at uh, Scotland. I was on holiday for four weeks in England. So did you Cycling go to quite around. a few games while you were here? No, we didn't go to a game because we was on holiday in July oh, right, in 1984. <laughs> and uh, we met uh, Wick Hallam at his office. He was the manager at that time. How do you follow Dale now? Do you tune into the games on iFollow and things like that? Yeah, I do that. That become much much easier if uh, we have the since we have the i follow very easy to to follow them for that uh, sometimes they're on television yeah and and also obviously now that we have kind of the social media side of things you're able to to follow the club on facebook and twitter and things like that yeah it's much much easier so um you can also see the matches uh, in the repeat and then go and see if whenever you want so that's nice uh, so, how often do you manage to get to Scotland? I know you've been before, haven't you? I think have you been with uh, with Col and a few of those guys in the cemetery? Yeah, yeah, and not so much in the cemetery because uh, the first years I was going over, I was staying at the church inn, who was the pub close to the ground, and um, stayed with um, my first stay there was with an old guy. He he moved south, and uh, Alan and Iris was taking over the pub and stayed with them for six, seven years thing i think and uh but this there's no more pub there <laughs> so but that was a nice place to stay and i have a very good friend in uh, nigel mcdonald who have been been here in norway and visited uh, me also oh nice so what have been your favorite favorite memories of, of following rochdale what have been the standout games uh when they went to um to the um uh, the playoffs at uh Wembley, when we met Stockport. Yes. Probably. I think that was going on, was it on May the 17th? Yeah, and that was National Day in Norway. Oh, nice. <laughs> the oh. other, when when we beat the Leeds in the FA Cup, that was also a good memory. And the last good memory was 1-1 uh, at uh, Old Trafford. Who have been your favourite players to watch um, whilst you've been watching Rochdale? Um, you remember um, Jones? Uh, Gary Jones. Oh, Gary Jones, yeah. A, a favourite player. Would have been nice to see him back at the club in any um, sort of a job. But uh, I've heard that he has sometimes go and see see Dale at home. But um, so obviously we've not been you've not been able to come over recently because of COVID and things like that. But when uh, when are you next planning a visit over to Scotland to see to see Dale in action? Maybe next year if uh, I've got the the vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I, my last visit was in April uh, 19, because when we met Sunderland at, uh, at home, that was the last visit. Nice. Yeah. So uh, everyone looks forward to seeing you back at Scotland, I'm sure, Yala. Uh, thanks very much for, yeah. for giving up your time to chat to me today. Yeah, so nice, nice. So uh, Nigel McDonald, he's a very good friend, so uh, that would be a person you should have within your uh, podcast. Uh, Nigel, if you're listening, we would love to have you on uh, at some point soon. But well, the next person that I spoke to for the Exiles podcast uh, was Jesus, otherwise known as Spanish Dale. 
Um, my name is Jesus or Jesus, <laughs> like you, like you want to say. And <laughs> um, I I started with um, with road trail in. Maybe you you have read about the story. I started with FIFA, and then uh, I, I look it for on internet uh, on Twitter, and I started to follow. I I um, I find out Rotel was promoted in the first year uh, to League One in two thousand and thirteen, and. In 2015, uh, I, I I ran my Spanish daily page because <laughs> and I wanted to to know more people to to meet friends like I like I I did and make a good story. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> um. So what was it that made you choose Rochdale when you were playing on FIFA? Do you remember? My my friend and I wanted to play with um with a sorry but with a bad team, with a <laughs> low team. Yeah. <laughs> and promote it and may and make that team a big a big team. <laughs> and he chose uh, the swing town and I was checking the the teams and I like it the um, the budget because it's it was low budget the stars because it was a half only a half a star yeah. and I like it the the um, the kit and I did well I, I want I want this team and maybe I, I if I had chosen other team, maybe I I wouldn't have followed it like Rotel. But I think you know when you know in life when you tell when you choose something, it's for something. You you don't know what happened, what it's going to happen in other years. Like for example, in 2018 when when I was there for. You you don't know nothing. You 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 make a a choice, and you don't know what is going to happen. <laughs> so that that day in 2018 when you came over uh, and Joe Thompson scored the goal to keep us up, what kind of experience was that? That was your first ever visit to Rochdale, if I remember correctly. When when I talked to my friends about that day, about that story, I always talk. Then to them, it was and for years it's going to be the the best day of my life <laughs> <laughs> for everything for um, the interview in the, in the morning, the um, visiting the BBC, um, everybody in the before before the game in the stadium uh, taking. Uh, taking photos, talking, hugging, smiling. It was, uh, and I think, I think if if this story um, happened in USA, they will, they will, they will make a a film. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe one day we'll still get the film. Um, 
So now, yeah. when you're watching the game from Spain, it's, is it Albacete where you're based? Yes, yes. So do you watch the games on iFollow or do you do you watch on Twitter to see what's happening during the matches? So I, did, well, I did both this year. More, more on Twitter because um, you know, this year has been very strange. <laughs> yeah. Because I have... I have been following my teams, like Roadsale, my basketball team. Uh, well, my basketball team. I, I, I have. Um, I was going to the, to the, the court every 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 weekend when you can, because a lot of days the, the people like uh, like in Roadsale um, wasn't allowed, and this year um, has been a strain. And I was uh, on Twitter and with uh, with the friends on on the group, WhatsApp group we have, um, and on the follow I I I do some uh, some special games or when for example well this weekend I I want to I want to I want to watch uh, road sale I but this year. Um, like uh, the sports, it uh, it was in the second line. Uh, I I was happy, obviously. When they win, you are happy because uh, you need you need something to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> but this year it's like a, a second in in the second line. But obviously, my you are sad because uh, they went they went down. But it's like. It, it, how, how I say it in, in uh, on Twitter, it's life. You are up, you are down. Next year, why not next year? And and uh, I want to to be um, optimist, and I and I thought, why not? Okay, they they went down, but maybe next year, with uh, may maybe the co coronavirus controls. Why not enjoy a, a playoff to promote? Why not? <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Um, so you've been to Rochdale a couple of times since the game uh, against Charlton. Are you hoping to get back to Rochdale in the future once coronavirus has settled down and you're able to travel again? I, I will like, and I was there before the storm started. <laughs> I, I was uh, in Spain the first the first uh, news about the virus was in February, uh, the final week on February, on February, and I was there in the middle of February. <laughs> I was in roadside <laughs> to see a game, but uh, that this that week and the previous week, uh, it, it the the weather it was uh, really bad. And the, the game was cancelled. <laughs> That's very typical Rochdale. <laughs> and <laughs> I was lucky because um, Martin, the uh, only follow, and wrote me and said, ah, I, uh, I was I, I was going to the Bolton game. You you want to? Would you like to come? And I thought, uh, yeah, but why not? It's a pre it's a Premier League stadium. 
why not enjoy a, a game? Uh, it's no road sale. I, I came to see road sale, but okay, we can we can enjoy and with friends with a good uh, a nice stadium. It it was nice. I would like to to come in an, another time, but you you know now. I would like, uh, um, you know, you can come, you can go now, but you need a, a PCR. You, you need, you need a lot of. It's maybe one for in another year or maybe two years. And yeah. things ne- next year for the playoff, I, I, I think it will be possible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. Um, one last question then, Azus. Uh, what have been your favourite memories from watching Dale? I know, obviously that goal against Charlton will be a special memory, but um, what else do you remember and who have been your favourite players to watch for Rochdale during your time watching the club? Mm, I, um, you know, I think it was my favourite and it was the favourite of a lot of people. And Ian Henderson, it was, uh, and Kelvin Andrews as well, and Joe Lillis, uh it it was my top three favorite players <laughs> this year. This year, um, one one thing that was a uh, strain and and um, a little painful. <laughs> it was to see uh, Ian Henderson playing very well, <laughs> and you you missing him, <laughs> and you were missing him, and I know um. Maybe uh, you know the economic. It's that part because uh, you know my my basketball teams and it's like uh, the economic is very very difficult as well. And you know maybe you you can pay a player and you you, you need to leave uh, to leave uh, him to go. And it's difficult. It's difficult uh, combine economic and good player it, it's difficult but you know maybe maybe next year in league two he can he can come back <laughs> <laughs> let's hope so i'm not sure um but fingers crossed um Aziz, thank you very much for talking to me today i really appreciate that yeah uh, thank you thank you for for the invitation and and, and i and i like to to talk sorry for my english i know i i I make some mistakes. <laughs> I, I, I I like to try to to talk, and I and I like to like I I told you because I I did my my page on Twitter, and I like to talk with with you all and about Rochel and about your life and about how is the life now in Rochel and everything. Next up, I spoke to Connor from the Irish Dale supporters. I'm Connor Burns is my name, and I'm the I suppose the chairman of the Irish Supporters Club, um, relatively new entity, probably three years older thereabouts. Um, being honest, it's something that sort of started. I wouldn't say as a joke, but you know, we were in Manchester for a, a bit of a stag party myself and a few friends, and. We are fairly aware of lower league football and, and it was something that we had an interest in going to see. So a uh, chance phone call to uh, Rochdale Football Club. In hindsight, it was the, the first club we rang and the first club we got an answer from. And we decided we'd go out to, to watch the game. Um, we weren't really aware of, you know, 
what what it entailed, you know, what what Irish connections there were until we were on the way to the ground, and we very quickly realised that it, it was almost like a mini Ireland setup. So, <laughs> uh, so that that was the start of it. Um, we we got out there, and, and the way we were treated from the minute we got to the ground, uh, it was it was like you know we were celebrities in the place, and that that was that was the first taste we got of the hospitality, and, and it was enough for us to decide that you know it was something that that was going to start out as a joke was it going to actually turn into something that we we would start to really get into and follow and and that's where it all led from and, and fast forward three years and I suppose now I probably watch more games than a lot of lifelong supporters I'd say Tuesday nights my missus is uh, is is acutely aware now that that's that's my time to watch Rochdale home or away and when she's asking me how they got on against Burton Albion that's when when you know that uh, things are getting serious you know how how many games have you managed to go over, and what game was that first one that you managed? So the the first game we went to was Bristol, Um it was a home game, um, and what happened was it, it was one of the guys Rory's uh, stag party. So as I said, we we were out you know pretty early having a few beers and um went through the different teams in the area, and and the the best reception we got was from Rochdale at the time. So. We went out to the ground. Uh, we were lucky enough. Rory was able to do the halftime draw with Des the Dragon, and that was a a great experience. Uh, you know, and it was I suppose a typical stag party at the start. But I I would know um, Paul McShane's first cousin quite well, Mikey. Um, so I told Mikey we were heading out to the ground, and um, I met uh, some of Paul's family. And actually, incidentally, he had a brother-in-law who was on the Bristol um, I suppose backroom team. So. Um, we we went out to the ground and that game they actually were we lost two one that day. But Uriah Rennie uh, was at the ground assessing the referee on the day and was very much of the same opinion as us that a few decisions were went didn't go our way and should have the penalty with about twenty minutes to go if I remember that would have at least got a draw. But that was the first uh, proper introduction we had. So when we got home, we decided okay we're going to you know keep this up and we're actually going to take a, a proper interest in it. So um, yeah, that that's where it all started out. So, um, is the is the plan going to be to come over kind of like once a season or what? Once, once obviously. No, we, we to be honest, we planned to come over for Exiles Day before COVID um, had hit, and um, we we're fairly disappointed because there's probably a core group of about six of us who are, who are really you know invested in it now and, and have taken a proper interest. Um, and aside from those six, we actually two of the lads have had. Three new arrivals. Uh, David, one of the lads, has had a set of twins, and Mark has had a little baby boy who I gifted with his first ever Rochdale kit, which he has yet to grow into. But um, we decided that we'd like to go over a bit more, and I'm sure you've seen the flag we got in the ground. That was sort of a just a mark for us to show that, despite the fact we couldn't get to the ground personally, that you know we wanted to be there, and and it was no longer. You know, I, I think some people maybe thought that it was a little bit of a a joke thing at the start, but but it's a genuine serious support base we have now that, you know, even our Twitter following we've uh, we've amassed over three hundred in, in the space of about nine months. So uh, you know, it's for us we'd like to get over a minimum probably twice a season and then take it from there and see how we go. Brilliant. Um so so obviously yeah, I think all the fans saw that flag going up, which was great to see during lockdown, uh with no fans in there as well. But you mentioned earlier about the uh, the connection with the amount of players that we've got as well, and that must be something that, that has given you like it's made it a bit easier to make that connection to the club, seeing so many Irish players and obviously the manager as well. Yeah, absolutely. And um, 
like I say, on, on the way out to the ground that first day, we, we weren't really aware of, of the squad base. Like, we, we would all have a good interest in football and we would have we would have known the lower league teams and we would have known, you know, general, I suppose, geographically where they're located and how they were performing. But in terms of players, we, we weren't really aware of, of who was playing where, other than maybe the marquee players who were coming towards the end of their careers. But on the way out, you know, we very quickly realised Obviously, the manager, Brian Barry Murphy, his father was a cult hero in, in Gaelic games. So, you know, even if you didn't know who he was, the name would be enough to, to tell you who he was related to. So that was the first thing we, we saw. And then obviously the likes of uh, Jimmy Cohen and uh, Ryan McLaughlin's a Belfast boy. So he's only about 50 minutes from, from where we live. And there was there was plenty more, obviously, um, you know, Paul McShane again is a cult hero of ours in Ireland, and and to see that he was wearing the Rochdale jersey, that that just solidified our our intent to to take it more seriously and get out and enjoy it. But aside from all that, even the, the treatment we had on the day, like Mark would be our secretary of the supporters club. He left the ground that day with Andrew Kelly's tie on, and that was a uh, he still wears. He's a teacher, and he wears it to school regularly. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we probably spent. I'm supposed to get married next year, and I probably spent a bulk of the wedding fund on gear from the club shop. Uh, so th- that's not going down too well either. But the Irish connection, absolutely. That's that was probably the the thing, the catalyst to really push it on and to keep our interest going at the, at the start. But that's no longer the, the most important thing now. We're Rochdale fans, and and that's where we're at now. You know. So last question. Um, yeah. What have been your favourite memories of your three years? You say watching Dale. What yeah. Standout moments and who have been your favourite players to watch? Um, well, I'm actually sitting in a car park right now, about to go and do a bit of shopping, um, and I'm speaking to you on my phone here. Um, about four or five months ago, um, I went to get the shopping on a Saturday afternoon, and uh, do you know what? It's actually escaped me what the game was, but there was a, a very, very, very late equaliser, and I sat roaring and shouting in the car. Uh, with the phone on the dashboard and things like that and other memories you know we, we met up um, myself Mark and David they're, they're the two guys that probably would give me the biggest dig out with Twitter and things like that we've met up a few times watched a few games online and it's just you know th- there's no one memory it's just being able to sit for a few beers together and, and have a genuine uh, you know interest that we can all speak about it's probably got us through COVID a little bit just you know having something to look forward to like uh as much as the relegation was was disappointing, you know we can't wait to get over and watch Rochdale and Oldham. Like that's that's something we're uh, we're really looking forward to. Um, uh, you know we'll be going over there and we'll be as much in the thick of it as anybody in the ground. So that's something you know a memory we're looking forward to creating as opposed to one we remember. But uh, we're looking forward to making plenty more when we get over and have a few beers. And and you know that's that's the exciting thing for us. Next up is Alison the man behind the Rochdale AFC Brazil Twitter account. So my name is Alison, like the goalkeeper <laughs> from Liverpool. I live in the south of Brazil. I'm 26 years old. Yeah. I'm from Santa Maria. It's a small town here in Brazil. It's 200,000 people. Cool. So how, how was it from all the way from Brazil that you came to start following yeah. Rochdale? Yeah, I grew up watching a lot of uh, English football because it was easier to watch compared to <laughs> with the Brazilian football. Uh, it, it was less expensive and it we have more matches to watch, especially Manchester United and Arsenal at the time in 
in 2007, especially 2008. So, and I watched uh, more Manchester at the time, Manchester United. That's why I, I liked the region compared to London, you know. I, so, and that's why I, I wanted to talk about some football club from that region. I, did, I didn't want to talk about Manchester because there are a lot of pages here in Brazil talking about Manchester. And I want to do something different, uh, the real football, something less glamorous, you know? That's why I, I and FIFA uh, helped a lot, the game. Uh, you, you have a lot of teams there. And I wanted to talk, uh, to talk about some team. And when I watched my first game, it was Rushdale against Newcastle. Yeah. Back in, you know, it's, I knew that I, I, I chose the right team to talk about, to, to be a fan, you know. Yeah. What was it that made you, um, so what was it that made you choose Rochdale when you were looking for, do you like the badge or the kit or something? The colors, the, because uh, my team is Grêmio. Yeah. You know Grêmio? Isn't it blue and black? Yeah, blue and black, the stripes. And I knew that you guys have uh, an interesting academy that Grêmio has as well. As well. And you have interesting young players. Uh, so I found some similarities that I, and that's why it, made, it makes me uh, follow the club and show to the Brazilians uh, how nice the club is. And I'm, I've been doing this for over a year, a year and a half. Yeah. So have you managed to get any of your friends and, and family supporting Rochdale with you? No, not yet. <laughs> they are more uh, uh, fans from uh, the regional club here, Grêmio, from my state. <laughs> yeah. So how, how do you um, follow games? Do you use iFollow or do you just follow what's happening on Twitter and things like that? I've, yeah, I use Twitter because... The exchange rate is really high right now. Yeah. So it, it's difficult to pay to watch every game. I'll try to watch more now next season because it's a it's an important season for Rochdale. If we're going to get a promotion, do some, do a good season, I'll try to watch more games. But basically, it's Twitter. It's difficult. Uh, I hope I can watch more games on I, I follow. Have you any plans to, to you know, travel over at some point and, and go to a game yeah, at Scotland? Yeah, it's one of my goals. Yeah? It's one of my goals, yeah. So um, what have been your favourite favorite moments of, from following Dale so far? Who have been your favourite players to watch? My favourite players uh, were Ollie, Ollie Hepburn. Stephen Humphreys, he followed me on Twitter. It was really great. It was, <laughs> oh my God. I was really happy when he followed me, uh, especially Ollie, I think, because he, he showed 
a lot of power. The the style of game that he has, he he's always running and battling on the on the ground on the pitch. Yeah, he's a he's a very English type of player, isn't he? Yeah. So, what have been your favorite games to watch? Um, obviously, that Newcastle one will. Yeah, the first the first one, I I watched the friendlies. Uh, so I didn't watch m uh, many games because of the exchange rate. I try to watch more now, the next season, and I hope we can. It was actually the my first season as a the complete season as a Rochdale fan. I don't know if I, I bring good luck. <laughs> I brought good luck. <laughs> well, hopefully next season you will bring a little yeah. bit more luck. Um, and also, yeah. and if you ever make the trip over to uh, to Rochdale, I'm sure you'll have many. Yeah, I'll, try. I'll try. And finally, I spoke to Jack, who is originally from Rochdale, but now lives in Dalian in China. I've been supporting Dale for, God, over 20 years now. Um, started when I was about 11, full disclosure, I was a United fan, probably, until uh, until about, yeah, 11, 12, and then I think it was the, the Paul Simpson season, for some reason, when I started following Dale. Uh, not the best of seasons, uh, and then we had Buckley after that, didn't we? So, uh, not not a great time, to be honest, but yeah, my dad took me to my first my first ever match when I was like three or four, and I was in the Sandy Lane. It was a friendly against Burnley, and I don't remember a thing. Apparently, it was a really boring nil-nil, um, and I just spent the entire game kicking a can around with a young lad, another lad at the front of the stands. And yeah, like I didn't go. I used to go on and off, but I would always have called myself a United fan until I was about eleven, and I started, you know, properly getting into it. And yeah, I had a season ticket then from for a while. I had a gold bomb round, so I got a season ticket through that as well a bit later on. And then, yeah, uh, I'm living in China now in a city called Dalian. It's in the north of China. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I've, uh, so I haven't really been a regular supporter now since 2014 when I left the UK. So you've been traveling around a little bit since then, haven't you? Been to quite a few different places. What's it been like trying to follow Dale on your travels and now living in China? Well, I guess I've been quite lucky, really. I follow came in, was that, I think it was the 2017 season. Um, before that, it was pretty difficult because there was no, you know, you just had to re rely on the highlights and that kind of thing. And I remember like the promotion season was, the second promotion season was, it was crap, man. Like it was, I was, I actually remember when we got promoted, I was in bed hungover um, in a hostel in, God, where was I? I was in Northern Thailand because I was trying to get the slow boat to Lao. And then I missed the boat. I got hammered the night before. And uh, yeah, so I, I had all these plans of like, you know, like celebrate promotion and all that. So, you know, it was one of those when we knew it was coming. But uh, yeah, the reality is I was in bed all day just getting texts off me, mate. Like, we're going up. And I'm like, great, let me go to sleep now. I've got a boat to catch in the morning. So that was, that was crap. And then, and then, yeah, so I've pretty much missed all of the good, the good times, you know. Um, I had the, the first... Yeah, I suppose the first time we were up, I was back in the UK. But yeah, then iFollow came in and our form just fell off a cliff the minute the iFollow cameras started recording. That was like the first season we stopped being playoff contenders. And yeah, every time I watched it, it was just like, oh, we're losing again. Great. I don't think I saw the first iFollow season. 
I didn't see us score a goal until because I, I missed a couple of games, but it was Matty Gillum. I remember it away at Charlton. I think that was about November time. So yeah, I thought it's been a bit of a curse to be honest. How how many games do you manage to watch now? Like, what's the time difference over in China, and how often do you manage to uh, to to log on and watch the games? At the moment, it's seven hours, so that'll be a ten pm kickoff. Uh, Usually, a lot of the time, it's eight hours, so 11. Um, truth be told, I've not watched much recently. Um, there was a time where I used to, you know, do my best. You know, I'd, I'd like, either in a bar, I'd be on, like, Wi-Fi or something, or like, I'd go home after a couple of drinks to watch the match, and we'd be on a Saturday night. There's not... I've, I've, I wouldn't say I've fallen out of love with it, but my priorities have changed a bit, you know, like especially in the last year or so it's just there's been you know if you can have a night out with your mates or you can watch something that's not going to make you right happy you know like so I mean when I'm at home I'll watch a game obviously I don't actively choose not to watch but I think you know there was a time where when I was I used to live in Tokyo for a while and with the last trains would be about midnight or one o'clock so I'd be on the train you know like pretty pissed you know and I'd be like swaying back and forth like trying to watch the game on my phone and (laughs) yeah I think those days are gone but you know I won't I'll never actively choose not to watch but uh the time difference doesn't make it you know you've got to sacrifice your Saturday nights a lot of the time so I'll try and stay off Twitter and watch a rerun in the morning or something but again this season that's definitely slipped as well what other ways do you kind of keep in contact with, with the club? I mean, the other people that I've spoke to for this podcast that have never really been based in Rochdale, they've always been uh, Dale fans kind of that have come to the club from later in life, like from further, mm-hmm. further afield. So are there other ways that you stay kind of connected to home and to the club? Uh, social media, mainly. Um, I'm in China, so you need a VPN for everything. But uh, I mean, it's, it's easy enough to get to get onto anything you want really you've just got to pay for a decent vpn uh so yeah i mean twitter twitter's been great you know there's a good there's a good community of dale fans on twitter you know there's not there's not many of us but those of us that are on twitter are really really helpful and yeah it does help you know to see because you know the, the club updates are well of varying quality and they can be few and few and far between but uh, it's nice to actually hear from you know people who are at the match. You know, like do you remember? Got a few years ago, the official account. Whenever we conceded a goal, it used to always say against the run of play, yeah. the lead. And then you know, after after Twitter crowd, would be like, "What are you on about? They've been battering us." Like, so you know, that's really good. And the forum, you know, I'm I'm more of a lurker than a poster on the forum, but uh, I'm on there. They're good, like you know. I mean, I'm on there in class half the time, you know, when I'm teaching, you know, especially at the moment, you know, I've just been like constantly refreshing stuff. So yeah, it's the forum and Twitter and my dad and my little brother still go to the matches when I think my little brother goes every week, but he's of that age where like, you know, you can't really trust him for proper updates. You know, he's just, oh shit, oh, like, oh we were class, you know, we battered him, you know. Like. <laughs> how often do you, how often do you get back and manage to get to Dale? Is it always on the agenda when you come home? Like, do you, do you ever plan trips home around, you know, what fixtures they have or anything like that? In answer to your second question, no. Uh, I mean, when I first got to China, man, I'd only been here 
couple of weeks and we got United in the cup. The amount of times I've watched us like lose to like older shots at home or something in the third round of that trophy. And when I go away, we get United, we get the Spurs at Wembley. I was away for that one as well. And Newcastle at St. James's, you know, so I don't, I never, I never plan my trips home around it because it's just impossible. But when I'm at home, yeah, I'll, I won't miss a game for the, you know, if I come home in a normal year, I'll be there for the holidays, you know, so usually catch the beginning of the season. Yeah. You know, first couple of games and hopefully we'll get a nice close away game in as well. Um, I, won't, I won't be like plodding down to Plymouth, you know, like for me, uh, if I'm only home for three weeks or something. <laughs> but yeah, I try and get in, you know, a couple of games and then me and my mates, I've got a lot of mates who support Burnley and stuff. So when I'm at home, you know, like my going away do, you know, is usually a Dale match and a piss up in the town, you know, so something yeah. like that. Um. Have you come across any other Dale fans on your travels or, or, or other people who you've managed to kind of give the bug to who've, who've ended up being slight, like proxy Dale fans? Yeah, I mean, pretty much everyone I work with has no choice but to look out for our results now because uh, it's all I'm going to talk about on a Monday usually. Yeah, you know, there's, there's a few. Like, my favourite story is there's uh, one of my old students from Japan. He was in a fairly fairly sizable Japanese rock band. Uh, they actually did the World Cup song in 2002. They did the official World Cup song. Right. They were called Dra- Dragon Ash was the name of the band. Um, and yeah, he always looks out for Dale results now, or he always at least pops up on Instagram and asks me, you know, how are they getting on, that kind of thing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's probably my, f- my favourite story. And then, yeah, there's a bunch of other English teachers, you know, that always now for some reason they're like oh god why, why do I care about Rochdale oh yeah it's Jack yeah <laughs> you know even people that I don't work with anymore they'll send me a message you know every now and then yeah so yeah I've never met any proper Dale fans abroad though I don't think no. do you ever get people kind of just if you've got do you ever go around in a Dale shirt and have people asking what shirt it is and things like that I've had it yeah a couple of times yeah like I to be honest I'll only wear it in the gym usually or something because yeah it's just I don't know, man. Um, just seems to be the thing. But I had a couple of people. It was mostly in Spain. When I was, I spent a bit of time in the Basque Country in northern Spain as well for a few years. So I had a few people asking about that as well. Yeah, like who are they? And then I was like, oh, you can watch us on TV against Spurs next week. And then we got battered six-one. And then next time they watched us, next time they saw me, they're like, oh, they're, they're, yeah, not very good, eh? I'm like, well, you know, gotta gotta think about the leagues and stuff. Jack, thanks very much for uh, for giving up a bit of time to talk to us tonight. Uh, really appreciate that, mate. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Really enjoy the podcast, so thanks for having me on. So there we have it, uh, something a little bit different this week. And I hope you enjoyed listening to our fans from across the globe and living in different parts of the world. Um, I think it shows that this is a club that, although its, its roots are very much uh, founded within the local community, there is definitely something special about our club that appeals to fans from across the world not just from the Rochdale borough and that's something that we should be proud of as supporters uh, I hope you enjoyed listening and we'll be back with the usual suspects at Chaff and Ryan and Luke later in the week uh, and we're going to look ahead to the Euros with no Dale games coming up for the foreseeable future so uh, something a little bit different again but if you fancy tuning in uh, we'll, we'll see you then up the Dale